Full frame tear outs, spacer systems, triple pane, double pane, wood, vinyl, different lifetime warranties, had a few window estimates and are more confused than ever. And everybody's window is the best, right? Don't want another three hour estimate? Well, at Abbey Windows and Exteriors, we promise to be different. We will take you through options, find out what's best for you, and not overload you or high pressure you. To top it off, we use factory direct installers, as well as give you a lifetime warranty on all glass, parts, and labor. When somebody asks you if you know a guy in the window business, you can happily say, no, but I know a girl. Go to abbeywindows.com today. This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Siding Unlimited, J&B Construction, always sponsoring the show. We thank them for that. And this hour, hour number two for the week, we have TJ Moon on from Abbey Windows and Exteriors. Good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. So, TJ, are you a father? I am not a father. No. You are not. Okay. I would you, like to be at some point. We're yeah. working on it. Do you have a father? <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. Pretty sure. Yes. The biology works that well, way. Well, then Dayton. wish him happy Father's Day <laughs> for right. us. So. I, I absolutely will. And if you guys have children, do the same to you. Yep. All right. Yep, thank, thank you, sir. You. So, uh, as we like to start the shows, tell us a little bit about what you guys all do. Javi Windows and Exteriors is a complete exterior renovation company, so... We can take care of exter- everything on the exterior of your home, starting with the roof and on down. We do siding, windows and doors, soffit and fascia, gutters, pretty much everything on the outside of your home that could ever need any sort of maintenance or replacement. That's what our focus is. Okay. And so you mentioned windows there. Though this time of year, people are opening, closing the windows, or at least they should be, right? You want to open and close your windows generally in the spring and in the fall and find out what your um, the, whether the windows are operating properly. Do you have any gaps in anything? Uh, you also want to take a look at the exterior of the windows. Just do a quick walk around. Poke on the sills a little bit and find out if you've got any kind of th- if anything soft, if anything's rotted out there. Um, generally, you'll start to see if you have wood windows, you'll start to see some paint peeling up and that sort of stuff. Those are all good areas to pay attention to. Sometimes it's not a real big deal. But sometimes it's an indicator that you might need to be looking at replacements. And uh, it's a lot easier to maintain right. things than it is to replace things. Right. But that's where you come in, right? Like, we've gotten to the point now where this window needs to be replaced and you guys come in. So tell us a little bit about that process. Well, so we operate a little bit differently than a lot of the other companies. Um, the way that, that I have always been taught and what I teach all of our representatives is that I want you to go out and assess the situation. So our first goal is to take a look at the outside of the house, the inside of the house, uh, and make a determination of whether or not the windows need to be replaced. We're not just there to try to sell you a window. We're there to try to do the right thing for your home. And sometimes we'll go out there and homeowners believe that they need a replacement window, when in fact all they need is a replacement piece or part for that window. And my guys are going to come out there and they're going to do a full exterior inspection on the home, and if they find that your windows are in great shape, We're going to tell you that. And we'll say, listen, you don't need to replace your windows. However, they will also create a full photo report for you. So when they're out there and they find problems, they'll bring them back in and show you and illustrate the issues. And sometimes it is time to replace those windows. Now, let's say for argument's sake, it is. 
Then we have a variety of different products that are available, and there's about 100 different ways to replace a window. Most folks don't recognize that, but we'll be able to guide you through that entire process as far as how to replace the window in the best way, tailor that towards whatever your needs and wants are, and as well suggest different products that are available that might suit your home different than another person's home. When it, Go ahead. I was going to say, so you, you can do this on any age of home, old home, 90s home, newer home, hopefully newer home. You don't have to replace your windows yet, but it really doesn't matter the age of the home. It really doesn't. Um, and it, you know, it's funny you mentioned new construction. We actually get a lot of folks that are newer to their homes. Let's say they purchased a home that was built in the last five years. Um, and, you know, the words build are great. That's one of those ones that people, they, they don't realize what the, what, how that transfers over. But at the end of the day, builder grade is generally going to be associated with new construction. And some folks that have bought a quality built home, but they didn't realize that they bought a lower grade window, sometimes they spend a couple of seasons in their home and recognize, wow, I have condensation all over the panes of glass, and I really don't like that. Or maybe the windows aren't sealing as well as, as they could be. And so they call us and they say, hey, can you do an assessment on the windows? Certainly, we can take a look at that. And then oftentimes we are replacing windows in houses that are less than five years old simply because they were builder grade in the beginning and you, you're going to own that home for a long time. So why not enjoy your windows while you're there as opposed to dealing with these other windows that are, may or may not need to be replaced, but you're going to have to do it at some point. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes to windows, it, you know, there's double hung windows, there's casement windows, there's awning windows. Like, how do you know what window is best for your home or does it matter? Um, it's, uh, it does matter. So it's going to lend itself to the character of the home. First of all, you've got aesthetics, right? You have architecture that you're going along with. And if you have a colonial home, generally that's going to lend itself more towards a double hung. Whereas if you have a more contemporary home, that's usually more towards a casement with open glass. Um, so those things factor into it as well as we want to make sure that you're able to use your windows in the way that you want to use them. So I'll just give you one quick example. Um, windows that are over kitchen sinks. Those are difficult to open because you have to lean all the way over the counter to reach out and open the sink. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm about five foot six. It's not the easiest thing in the world to lean over and do that. So especially for, for shorter folks, it's good to have a casement window where you can crank it out and open it up when you need to get out, you know, the smoke because you burned the water or whatever the deal is. Um, but that's part of what we do is help you redesign because it's not just a matter of replacing a window. It's a matter of replacing a window that's going to be best for you and your home and your life. Functionality is yeah. key. Yeah, yep. ease and functionality makes sense. All right, TJ Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors on with us this hour. Get your calls in the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. David Nason and Dayton K. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining What's... us. Going to be a beautiful Father's Day weekend. Are they? Uh, is that the Kinks? No. No. I the romantics. Know. Romantics. Close yes. enough. Yes. Romantics going to be at Uline Warehouse stage this coming Friday okay. at Summerfest. It is concert season, everyone. Get out and enjoy the great yeah. weather. Uh, today's going to be beautiful. 75 near the lake, 80 inland. The sun's going to be shining. You can't beat it. So, right. uh, TJ Moon on with us this hour from Abbey Windows and Exteriors, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. So, TJ, we got a text. Uh, TJ, you were talking about replacing or you're evaluating the uh, the exterior of the home. I have an older home with many windows. Do I have to replace all the windows at one time? Definitely not. 
Um, oftentimes folks will call us and they'll have priorities. And our job is to come out there and take a look and figure out what are the main windows that are having problems and may need to be replaced. Now, I will tell you that most of the time that folks start down the road replacing windows, they're going to want to replace the rest of them out to get the first ones done because the first ones are so good. But it's up to you. Whether you replace one window or 50 windows, it's not really important to us. What's important to us is that we're making sure that we take care of the priority windows that could cause problems in other areas of your home. All right. And I think primarily, correct me if I'm wrong, you'd use Pro, is it Provia windows? That's correct. Right. Provia windows, Provia windows and Provia doors are what okay. we offer. Okay. So my question would be, if I, if I was thinking about this, I would be worried about the windows changing over time. Have they changed Provia, has they, have they changed maybe a profile of the window? Are you aware of recently, or does that happen much that you're, you're, you wait a year to do, maybe you do the first floor one year, and then you go, okay, next year I'm going to do the second floor, uh, that the windows change much in that time, that they're going to look different? No. So pro- window companies understand that folks are going to do phase approaches to mm-hmm. replacing windows. And they, generally what will happen from a window manufacturing standpoint is they might release a brand new window, something altogether differently, but they're not going to change their fundamental line. So, for example, Provia offers a window called the Endure line. That's going to be their bread and butter. That's the best window that they have as far as options go. You can get into wood grain. You can get into a variety of different colors and that sort of thing. So that window has been readily available on the market for somewhere around 15 years. Um, without having any sort of aesthetic changes. But even if they did make a slight aesthetic change, it's not enough that you'd have to worry about whether it's a completely brand-new window and it's not going to match up. Um, so normally when, we, when they change something, it's going to be something more energy efficiency-related, so they might put a different kind of gas in between the glass. Maybe they change the glass coatings on it to get better energy efficiency, but they're not going to change the basic build. So if you buy a window now, you buy a window five years from now, not really going to be a big deal. You can phase it out however you want and not have to worry about something being out of source. TJ Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors on with us this hour. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Another question here says, I have a three-inch front gutter that leaks from the bottom in one spot and needs to be bigger. Thinking you don't just replace one gutter. Any recommendations on who would do that? Abbey Windows did 23 windows in my house about seven years ago. Thanks, Joan. Well, so we can certainly take care of that. Okay. 100%. Right. Well, right. We have, so gutters only are one of those things that a lot of folks call us for because they're either too small for their home, they have the wrong downspouts, they've started to come apart, um, they've wore out, they want to change colors, that sort of thing. So we can absolutely help you with any of that. How do you choose gutter size? Well, when I go out to look at a home, I want to look at the pitch of the roof. I want to figure out how wide is the roof. I want to see what the valleys look like, so the areas where the pitches meet. Um, because if you have a, uh, let's say you've got a 12 pitch, which means that it's pretty steep, that sort of thing means you're going to have a lot of water coming down that roof very quickly. And in that case, I'm generally going to recommend a six inch gutter over a five inch gutter, because with that much water coming down that fast on that steep of a pitch, it will tend to overflow the top of the gutters. Whereas if you only have a, you know, say a four pitch, which is completely walkable, it's kind of like a ranch. Um, those don't really need that much. So Generally, it's going to depend on what the house is as opposed to what are the gutters right now. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. So when it comes to, you you kind of tied into roofing there when you started talking about gutters. You guys do roofing as well. Do you guys ever, is it possible anymore to go over the top of a shingle that's already there? 
Uh, it's, a, it's absolutely possible. It's just not something that we're going to do. Um, we find that, so there's a couple of different components that go into a window. Uh, and most folks don't really understand how roofing systems work because, you know, everybody associates a shingle with a roofing system. And at the end of the day, a shingle is just a protector for the actual roofing system. Your roofing system is fundamentally the underlayment that goes underneath the shingles. Um, now, when you go over the top of the existing shingles, as opposed to tearing everything off and getting all the way back down to the decking, we never have the opportunity to explore what that under limit looks like. And generally, if your house is more than 15 years old, they probably use some old stuff called felt paper. And that stuff tends to rip very easily. When it gets wet, it starts to fall apart. Uh, and you can also have problems with regards to the decking starting to show water infiltration. So when we come out to your home, we're going to do a full attic inspection. And we'll get up there and take pictures from the underside to see what the decking looks like. But to answer your question, you don't want to shingle over. That's, I mean, it's definitely more cost effective. I'll give you that. And there's a lot of companies out there that are just trying to earn your business based on the cost. That's not us. We're the company that's going to come out and do it right or we're not going to do it. Isn't it harder to go over? And now they have all these architectural yeah, shingles instead of the three tab or whatever. Yeah. It's harder to go over the, that, right? It's not as smooth. Yeah, it's gonna that's it's gonna project through the shingles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a much bigger profile, and it's a lot harder to try to nail those things through there. And a lot of times, the nails won't even reach the decking. So now you're just nailing a shingle to another shingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get down to the yeah. deck, start right. over from scratch, make sure everything's sealed yeah. properly. That makes sense. Definitely. All right, TJ Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors on with us this hour. The Old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. More with him coming up. Get your calls and texts in. It's a Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice you can use. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Good morning to you. Sunny, beautiful, 75 near the lake, 80 inland today. This is Eric Church playing in the background. He is kicking off the American Family Field stage Thursday night for Summerfest. I know a lot of people going to that show. Should be a good one. I hear he's phenomenal. One of the few guys sure. I haven't seen in concert. So someday. Surprise someday you will make it. Yeah. TJ Moon on with yeah. us this hour from Abbey Windows and Exteriors. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. If you have questions... You can call or text us. Uh, you did mention that when you're looking at a roof, you go up in the attic. You guys do insulation as well, yeah, right? I, I see that on the website here. That's correct, yes. We do attic insulation. We can take anywhere from R1 all the way up to an R5, depending upon what code requires and what you have currently there. So attic insulation is one of those things that's kind of an afterthought, right? Folks don't really realize that they need it until things are very cold. And they start looking around and trying to figure out what's going on. And a lot of times, it's your house bleeding energy right out of the top of it you don't realize you either don't have insulation up there or don't have the right amount of insulation for your home. So we'll come in there and do a full assessment, measure the insulation, tell you what you can get out of it based on what different insulation sizes uh, or excuse me, heights that you can put in there. Um, and hopefully then we're going to be able to change the entire outlook for energy efficiency on your home with just a small piece. And that's one of those little things that you can do. In the grand scheme of things, as far as replacing things or adding things to your home, it's very affordable. So I do – is there a certain – date where I know like my house was built uh, at this time. So I know I'm fully insulated. Like has there been codes that have forced that to happen or could it be any house you look in the attic and you're like, Nope, you don't have enough. Yeah. It could be any house. Unfortunately there's not. So when we, when we go into it, we new construction. Now there are codes that require a certain level of insulation to be put in. However, with older houses, they're all grandfathered into prior codes. So there's really not a stipulation in regards to what you have to have. Right. Well, and I would say, I agree with that to a point, though we've had codes and requirements 
literally like our current code was established in or adopted by Wisconsin in June 1st, 1980, the Uniform Dwelling Code. And there's always been a requirement, but it's less than what is required today. So when I see an attic, I'll generally say, yeah, it looks fine, but it's less than the current uh, current requirements. So a recommendation would be to improve some. Also, uh, the the fiberglass insulation it settles over time, you know. Yep. So it so it does it doesn't it's not as efficient. Plus, many times you you go up there, pop your head up in the attic, and somebody's trampled all over the place, or maybe somebody's oh, done some electrical work and they you know added some can lights and they took a shovel it looks like and scooped all the insulation out of the way, <laughs> did their work and never put it back. So it's a good thing that you're going up there and looking in the attic and checking that out. Can you make a, a attic space worse if you don't insulate properly? Like, can you stuff it up and like clog yes. things and? Yeah, with if you don't put the the air vents, the chutes in the soffits, and you block all the soffits, um, there's air leak sealing that should be done. And yeah, there's a whole. So lot. the weekend warrior shouldn't just get up there with the Home Depot thing and start blowing stuff around because you could make it worse instead of better. I don't recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you guys come in. How do people get in touch with you, TJ? Uh, you can call us at four one four four three six two 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 nine. You can visit us on the web at abbywindows.com. Um, you can certainly text us through that website if you want to. Um, anytime that you want to call in, that'll be routed directly to one of our acceptance agents who can take care take your information, schedule an appointment with you. Um, we can schedule pretty much any time that is you know six days a week. We don't run appointments Sundays. So I give my guys a little bit of time off. Um, but anytime morning, afternoon, or evening, we're able to come out and take a look at your home and give you a quote in writing that day. TJ Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors on this hour. The old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. More of your calls and texts coming up. After we take a break, though, it's the WTMJ Breaking News Center and Jessica Gatso. Good morning, Jessica. Dayton and David. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Rocking out. On a Saturday morning on the Fix-It Show, the Who's Bleachers this? Bleachers are going to be at the Generac Power Stage Friday at Summerfest. There's so many bands you could go explore, David Mason. Yes, there is. There are so many. I get so many other things to do. <laughs> the old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. TJ Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors on with us this hour. We do have a call. Let's go to the phone lines. It's Jim in Milwaukee, South Milwaukee. Good morning. What's your question? Well, good morning. I have a 1955 house with uh, wooden framed windows in the basement with a storm on each one. And I'm wondering if it would be practical to replace them with glass block or uh, vinyl windows. Now, they're going to be replaced. I'm going to have to either glaze them or do something with them. So uh, what would you recommend? Well, I tell you what, we do both of them. Um, it really depends on what your uses for that basement are going to be. Now, if it's going to be a, if you're using it as a storage area and that sort of thing, and you're not really worried about climate control and you don't need to open those windows, then glass block is a great option. And we've done that for a lot of folks because it's definitely a little bit easier as far as the installation goes. Um, now, if you want to have use out of that window, though, there's a couple of different options. You can put in a sliding window, which slides back and forth. You can put an awning window, which opens out from the bottom, or you can put a hopper window, which opens out from the top. And that gives you the ability to still see through the window as well as open it. And like I said, it just depends on what your use is going to be down there. I mean, either one of those is a great option as far as, as replacement goes. It just depends on how you're going to use your basement. Okay. Is a glass block window uh, as efficient energy-wise as a, as a uh, double pane or even triple pane window? Uh, it's actually going to be about the same. Yeah. There's not, 
Obviously, they function a little bit differently, but there's not going to be much of a difference as far as overall energy efficiency. Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening, Jim. Thanks for the call. Have a great Father's Day weekend. 855-616-1620. We did lose TJ. He'll... Hopefully, call right yeah. back. Yeah. So, um, you do inspections. I do. When you look, when you see the glass block, is there something you have to look at differently on that window? So, glass blocks. Uh, what what I look for, and I tell people all the time, glass block windows in a basement are great for telling us whether or not a foundation wall is moving. Oh. Because sometimes you'll just see hairline cracks in the mortar in a foundation wall if it's as if it's a concrete block. But if that concrete or if that block foundation wall is moving the glass blocks will be cracked because hmm. they, they don't flex at all. Right. They're going to, they're going to they're gonna crack. Um, so, and what TJ said, I, I would say, I agree. The efficiency of them are probably very similar. Think about glass block. If you don't have vents in the glass block, it's probably going to be more efficient than the hopper or awning sliding window, just because there's no, you know, you're dealing, you're, you're, you're counting on the weather stripping, not around the window, right? which is good. But it, you know, if it's a sealed you know, system, it's going to be a little bit better. All right. Definitely. We got TJ back on the yeah. line, and we do have another text for you from the yeah. 414. It says, I see builders using a product called Zipboard on the walls, and they tape the seams. Does this uh, mean you don't need to use Tyvek under the siding? I can't say that I'm familiar with Zipboard, but yeah. I can say that Tyvek is a pretty basic product. And in the grand scheme of things, it's actually not the greatest product out there. And again, it associates with builder grade. Um, we offer a product called Kingspan Green Guard, which is one of the world's first breathable, permeable house wraps. And it's phenomenal because it allows moisture and um, it, you know, all the bad parts of the things that come in your house to escape, but not allow moisture to come back into your home. And that's what we install with every one of our siding replacements. Yeah, the zip guard or uh, zip board systems that we're seeing a lot of. A lot of new construction builders are using that, and the the idea is that the that OSB sheathing is coated with a product, and then you tape the seams. And the intention is is that you don't have to put some kind of house wrap on the house before you put your whatever. So it's like an on. all-in-one type yeah, installation, right? I know the it's it's been around for a little while, but uh, I took a a course at the at Hallmark Building Supply about Tyvek and. Uh, you know, Tyvek's come a long way from when it first came out, and and everybody talks about Tyvek and the Green Guard that that uh, TJ mentioned is a great product. Also, it's just Tyvek has become the the generic terms like Kleenex. You know, yeah. it's actual facial tissue. It's Kleenex yeah. is a brand. Tyvek has become that term for a house wrap. Um, so um, it, it, there's there's a lot of different and and Green Guard and Tyvek aren't the only two out there. But to the question. The, generally, they're trying to avoid having that next step of putting the Tyvek you would, on. Yeah, with the zip board, you would not put Tyvek right. on as well. Right. Uh, so you mentioned on the roof, you go down to the deck when you roof. Is there ever a time you will reside over a house, or do you have to pull everything off a house as well? There are times we have to reside. Um, so, for example, we actually just got into an, a, an installation the other day where some folks had some um, asbestos siding over the outside of their home. And obviously, that is a big deal. Very, very important that we are taking careful measures to that one, and it depends on your municipality. Some of your municipalities will allow us to make sure that we do site containment and close everything in and then wrap it with green guarding over the top of it. In other areas, such as Hartford, for example, 
we had to have another company come in and completely mitigate all the asbestos. So there are certainly times in which it's a better opportunity for us to go over the top of the existing siding than it is to tear it off. I wouldn't say that's predominantly the direction we go. Normally, we want to remove all the existing siding and get a clean deck to come back down to, but it just depends on the situation. All right, TJ Moon on with us from Abbey Windows and Exteriors. TJ, forgive me, I didn't find what, what do you what is your role at Abbey Windows? Uh, I'm the regional director, so everything that happens on the ground for, for so from sales all the way through installation, um, I'm the one that oversees the entire team. So basically, I'm Abby's right hand man, I suppose, as far as everything that happens on the ground. So I deal with all the customers, all the orders, all the sales, all the installations, and oversee all those individual teams to make sure everything runs smoothly. Perfect. Yeah. Well, he's on with us for a couple more segments, so get your questions in. The Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Pretty much everything on the exterior of the homes, even inside with some of the insulation they do, we can answer your questions. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. If it needs fixing, we can help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Summerfest coming up. Holy Pinto. That's the name of this band, Holy Pinto. Sounded more like Green Day to me. They do kind of a little bit. They're from uh, UK, residing in Milwaukee. Now they're going to be on the U.S. Cellular Connection stage on Saturday. Thanks to Isaac for that one. I would have been stumped on that one, Isaac. Holy Pinto. Well done. All right, TJ Moon Holy Pinto, Batman. Yeah, right. TJ Moon on with us from Abbey Windows and Exteriors, talking everything on the exterior of the home. Right. And uh, I think Remodeling Magazine, uh, TJ, usually every year they come out with with an... uh, a survey or whatever, and one of the things that that really have the best uh, return on your investment, I think, are like exterior doors, your front entry door, garage doors. I don't think you do garage doors, but I know you do front entry doors. Uh, tell us a little bit about those. So the report you're talking about is the cost versus yeah. value report, which yep. is a great resource for homeowners to go take a look at and get general senses of what cost things are going to cost to do for the exteriors of their homes. And the reason that the front doors have a great ROI on them or return on investment is because that's the face of your home. It's the first thing that people see. And interestingly enough, we actually took a class. I, I took a class long, long ago when I was still on the, on the road selling with Weikert Realty. And they taught us about how home buyers will view a home a front door. And they told us that when home buyers are looking at a front door, feeling a front door, and walking through a front door, that if they don't believe that it's a quality door or that it meets the um, aesthetic requirements that they have, They'll write the entire house off. They'll walk through the door, and they'll just immediately think that it's not the right house for them. So it's a very important element of the front of your home. And not only is it about energy efficiency, it's also about appearance, right? That's the first thing you're going to see, and it's the focal point in the front of your home. So that's why it gives such a great ROI when you put the right product in the front of your home. Can you just replace that slab of the door, or is it like a whole system that you're looking at when you go in? Generally, as far as replacing, if you have a wood door, you can replace the slab. We don't generally advise that because over time, your house has shifted. And that means that the frames are not going to be 100% in square. And obviously, a door is predicated upon everything being square, plumb, and true. And so when you try to put a square door inside of a non-square hole, things tend to get messy as far as the way that they seal. So we don't recommend doing that. It is an option, but you've got to have a wood door. Now, if you're going to replace the, the paint, try to replace the fiberglass panel, I highly advise against that. It's not going to turn out well. You're generally going to want to purchase a brand-new door system that has a new door, new threshold, new sill, and new frame. Right, right. because that wood door, at least you can do some planing and fit, you know, yeah. fitting to the opening. But So these fiberglass doors, you know, from what I remember Abby talking about, there's just a lot of options, color, glass, all that kind of Thousands. stuff. 
thousands of options, yes. Um, but that's one of the neat things is that we have a great app that we use in which we can take a picture of the front side of your home and then superimpose any door that you'd like to build in the app onto your home. So we can play around with colors and options and glass and hardware and all that sort of stuff. And one thing that I believe in, especially with front doors, is I'm not going to sell you a door until you tell me you love it. I don't want to hear that you sort of like it. I don't want to hear that it might serve the purpose. It's a big deal. This is the front of your home. And I want to hear you say, TJ, I love that door. And when you say that, then I believe it's the right for your home. And then we'll take a look at installing it for you. All right. Let's go over to John in Muskego at 855-616-1620. Good morning, John. What's your question? Yeah, good, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question on insulation. Um, 37 years ago when I moved into my house, I had uh, added a blown-in uh, cellulose insulation into the attic. And, uh, you know, obviously over 37 years, the stuff has settled and it's not quite the, uh, the depth it once was. And I guess at this stage, uh, can, can fiberglass be added to that? Or does the old cellulose have to be removed before fiberglass is added to it? Um, and, uh, and as far as those, uh, those styrofoam uh, uh, soffit channels, too, um, they did not put those in, but um, there is, there is uh, space there. So I, I guess I'm, I'm inform- interested in getting information as far as what to do with my cellulose. Can you tell me, have you been up there and looked at it? Do, do you know if it's matted down or is it wet in any way? It's, it's not wet, but it is, uh, has settled. It kind of looks like the moon up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say more often than not, we're blowing insulation over the top of that old stuff. It doesn't really need to come out of there unless there's something wrong with it. Now, sometimes it can get wet. It'll be matted down to the point where it really needs to come out of there and we'll start over. But I would say more often than not, we're blowing the insulation over the top of that to get you to the right insulation level. Um, and then as far as the baffle, you're talking about baffles that are the, you know, for the ventilation of your roof um, and your attic. And we can certainly install those at the same time that we're doing the installation. It's really not a big deal. They're pretty quick and easy to install, and that'll certainly help out with the ventilation from your socket to your roof. Yeah. I would add okay. one, one one thing. Yeah. If, it, if it looks like the moon where it's looked like these craters and – actually little pathways and things. And if you see like one inch holes, there's a good chance you have mice in your attic. You might want to address that before you add the new insulation. Okay. I get you. Hey, well, one more insulation question. Uh, um, What what do you think of uh, uh, maybe that spray foam insulation on the interior to deaden some sounds? I have a bathroom that uh, people can go in and you can tell everything that's going on in there. (laughs) You need a louder exhaust fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe tell them to turn over stereo, right? Right. Well, uh, I be honestly, I don't know much about it. Can you guys elaborate yeah, on that? Because yeah. I'm really not too familiar with that. So you can definitely, well, first of all, spray foam can work, but they do make uh, a fiberglass sound deadening insulation that comes in bats that might work a little bit better. The closed cell expanding foam is great, has great insulation values, and, and it seals up cavities and gaps and things especially in your box hills and things like that. So I would probably look at doing the, the bat insulation first. And like I said, maybe maybe a, a, a more efficient exhaust fan that, that makes a little bit more noise. <laughs> All right, John. Yeah, the, bat, the bat doesn't seem to work. I, I'm not opening up a wall to put that in. Well, I'm thinking that spray foam, you can just drill a hole and 
yeah. squirt it in there. Yeah, that you could try that, but you're you're, you're going to do more than one hole. You, you're not going to be able to do one hole and have it go up the entire wall cavity. You're probably going to do and three or four holes in between each. And now each you're repairing little stud little holes. and yeah. yeah. All right, John, appreciate the question. We do have to take a break, though. One final segment coming up with T.J. Moon from Abbey Windows and Exteriors. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Call with your problem. We'll try to solve it. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Cheryl Crow coming with James Taylor to the American Family Amphitheater on Saturday, so a week from today at Summerfest. Uh, Dayton Kane here with David Nason and TJ Moon on with us for a final segment. We do have one call we're going to get to quickly, and then we'll let you wrap it up here. Let's go to Brandon in Fond du Lac. Good morning. What's your question? Hey, good morning. We have a 125-year-old house with original cedar siding. And the paint's starting to peel. Some of the boards are starting to pull away. Um, and we got, so we need new, new siding. And we had some quotes out for, you know, a vinyl or steel. And it was like $130,000, which is not anywhere close to the budget. So um, I was wondering if we could get new cedar siding planks and just kind of put it on top of the old stuff. Sounds like it might be simpler and cheaper, but uh, didn't know what problems or issues we might run into. Well, I mean, it's certainly an option. Uh, I mean, depending on what the condition of the siding is. Now, obviously, we're not going to go over the top of something that is rotted out. So that because that creates its own host of problems and certainly not going to be something appropriate for us to do. So we would need to come out there and do an inspection and find out what the extent of the damage to the siding is. If it's usable, sure, we can certainly go over the top of it. And that's going to be slightly less expensive. It's not going to be a whole lot because you're just talking about a tear-off as opposed to the new material that goes on there. So I don't want to give you a false expectation that it's going to be some massive savings for you, but it definitely is an option assuming that the structural that your siding is structurally sound. Awesome. All right, TJ, wrap it up. Tell people how to get in touch with you. Well, again, you can give us a call at 414-436-2229. Uh, you can also visit us online at abbeywindows.com, and you can either use our website, you can call us, or you can text us to set up an appointment for a free no-hassle no estimate, and we'll be able to give you a price in writing that day. All right. All right. Great to have you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for have a good Father's Day weekend. Say hi to your dad for <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, TJ. All right. We'll see you, TJ. David, enjoy your weekend as well. Thanks. I'll Com- be back. Coming up next, Rose Gray and the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. This has been the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at Not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.